Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring the youth. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'm here joined by Brianna and Mario today. Without further ado, let's get right down to business. As always, we're going to start with our COVID-19 rundown. We're seeing a continuation of cases, not only here in Florida, but around the world. We're now at 53, I'm sorry, 5,300, 696, I can't really pronounce numbers today, but. Just round, Anthony, just round. Yeah, I'm just going to round. Thank you, Mario. We're at about 537,000 cases here in Florida, which isn't good. We're continuing to rise in cases. Mario, I know this is a big concern for you and your family, but. I mean, I think everybody here in Florida is a little bit concerned because by now we should have seen a little bit of a drop-off. And we were starting to see a drop-off, but now it's starting to pick back up again pretty quickly, too. America as a whole now has 5 million cases, and worldwide has 20 million cases. So the cases keep on rising. Partially, I think it's because... People kind of expected this to be over, when in reality, it's not. But it's it's a little, it causes some concern. And to cause even more concern, now New Zealand, who we talked about yesterday, who had been doing a great job of keeping COVID out of there, they now recorded their first case in 102 days. So now we're seeing not only a rise in cases, but people are getting more worried pretty much every day with this pandemic. Mario, I want to hear your thoughts on the rising cases. Why do you think we're having these rising cases, not only here, but just around the world in general? Well, for one, I think it's people not adhering to the guidelines that are being set by, you know, the governments around the world, not wearing your mask, not social distancing, just being, you know, not adhering to the guidelines. That's one big reason why this virus is still a thing and still spreading and number two it's a very infectious and contagious disease it is way more contagious as you could see just one person in a public setting is all it takes for a whole outbreak to occur which is very scary but i'm glad at least florida is at least slowing down with infections as we know we had six thousand new infections yesterday that slowed to 4,000, still not good at all, but at least we're seeing at least some decline in the rate of cases, new cases being, you know, a thing. And I mean, 530,000, that's nothing to scoff at. That is very high, but I'm glad to see that at least the number of cases is going down. And as you know, the New Zealand news is very scary to think about. Because seeing a place that got completely rid of COVID, now seeing COVID come back into the country, that's just very telling of what are things to come. Because even that shows that even if we do expel most COVID, it can still very much worm its way back into our lives, which is, again, very scary to think about. I mean, I agree here with Mario. It's really concerning for everybody involved. Brianna, I want to hear your thoughts on this COVID-19 pandemic and why it keeps rising almost six months after the, you know, the beginning of the rise. 
honestly, people just people just think that it oh is something to take lightly. People continue to be arrogant about wearing their masks, like not social distance. Like, yeah, look, look at New Zealand. They didn't have COVID for a, for a couple of days, and look, oh, it's back again. Like I continue to say, people continue to be arrogant. It's not something to be taken lightly. Yes, it could go away one second, but it could come back right again. They, people need to understand, this is for everyone's safety and health. Continue to wear your mask, continue to social distance, and it's good. Yes, it, it might get to the point that we might not see cases, but doesn't mean that you could like stop doing what you need to be doing. This is something that is going to be our new normal. Like People need to understand and stop being arrogant about it. Yeah, people have taken the slight drop in cases for granted. And now we're seeing, again, another spike, which not what we want to see. We've seen the spike affect multiple things. We've seen it affect baseball, which they, they've been getting a rise in cases. They haven't been doing too good. We've seen it affect school. Now a lot of people are going to school virtually. Which just It still has an effect a good six months into the beginning of the pandemic, which I'm I'm not saying a pandemic lasts four or five months. It's not what I'm saying. But I think with all the warning given out, with all the guidelines, with everything that was given and everything that was promoted, not only to America or to Florida or to California, but the world, the world in general, the fact that there's still a rise in cases is a little bit embarrassing. Because it shows how people are becoming ignorant about it. I mean, it's it's frustrating because people are dying from this. People are getting sick from this. It's really unfortunate. And some people just, they don't think it's anything. They It's not something to be messing around with. It's really not. This is one of the deadliest pandemics of all time. This, it's very, it causes huge concern for everybody. And I don't know why, but for some people, it's not causing that concern. I'm very concerned about the virus. I'm sure my mom is very concerned about the virus. I'm sure Amanda's concerned about the virus. And I'm sure Amigo's concerned about the virus. Everybody in my family is concerned. So why isn't everybody concerned? And why don't we make this a group effort to, instead of increase the cases, drop them? It's it's become a very frustrating thing to me because I feel... Like, we shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be at this high amount of cases. It should be lower than this. Again, with all the guidelines set, it should be lower. It's, it's, I don't get it. It's, it's really frustrating because it's like people are talking to a wall. It's like, oh, like Brianna, you said, make sure to wear your mask. Make sure to keep six feet social distancing. And when you say that, it's like talking to a wall because people are just going to keep on going out without a mask. They're going to keep on get uh, hosting parties, going to parties, and it's going to end up not being, it's just going to keep on increasing. When we come back from the next segment, maybe some good news pertaining to COVID. I know that's very rare nowadays, but, but maybe some good news. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. 
Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last up. one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He platanos. on us. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, que rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Hey, this is your boy, Frank Gore, and you're li you listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
back here on the Youth Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 45. In our last segment, we talked some COVID-19 rundown, some stats, some areas for some concern about the pandemic. But now, maybe some good news for the first time in a while for this pandemic that's been running around the world. In Russia, a new COVID-19 vaccine was approved just from yesterday. Yesterday, they approved the vaccine. They become the first country to approve of a COVID-19 vaccine. God, I'm saying vaccine a lot. But the vaccine still needs to complete its final trials. However, Vladimir Putin's daughter has been vaccinated with the vaccine. It does lead to the question... They still have to do the final trials, but is this a good thing or are they rushing it a little bit? Mario, I want to hear your thoughts. So you're saying that Russia rushed this vaccine? Um, a little bit. That was a terrible I mean, joke on my part. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. bad, Mario. That was bad. That was very bad. Uh, but yeah, my, my opinion on this, I think they actually did kind of rush this if you catch my drift, but yeah, I mean, they only developed this vaccine for four months and that is, I don't think enough time to develop a safe vaccine for mass consumption. Like, I mean, it's good that, you know, Vladimir Putin himself trusts it because he vaccinated his own daughter, but I mean, we'll see, maybe Russia kind of just found the cure, accidentally stumbled upon it and they just developed it really quick. I mean, we don't know. Maybe this could be an actual cure for the virus. We don't know. This is good news either way. Because, well, if it doesn't work, it's kind of an unnecessary, you know, vaccine that does nothing. And if it does, this can be literally be the cure for COVID. So we have two extremes here. Either I just really hope this works because, you know, that's, that's you know, ends the coronavirus way quicker than if it doesn't. That's pretty obvious on my part. But you know, I'm just super excited and happy and hope this works out for the better. I agree with you. Um, it's been a while since we've gotten some good news about this virus. I mean, again, you said that it may be a little bit rushed. Four months to prepare for vaccine for a pandemic. That's a little bit too quick. But like you said, they can just stumble upon it. I mean... People have stumbled upon random things before, and it's come to their success. So it's not out of the ordinary. And I hope that they did indeed stumble on the cure for the COVID-19 virus. I'm actually pretty happy, but there's, like, pros and cons to the fact that they actually have found it so quickly. Uh, A vaccine for the virus. So, like... It's a good thing because maybe it slows down the deaths and the death rates of how much people has died with this virus. And we could see like in a big improvement and decrease on cases, but as well as it's too rushed because of the fact that maybe there's some things that they miss. Maybe there's a consequence to this vaccine because you never know because it's this is very rushed. I'm scared to see like hopefully there's no consequences, no risk to it. And we actually, they actually stumble upon a a good cure for the for the virus, because I know for a fact that I, me witnessing my father go through the virus, it was very terrifying and very scary to know that he had it, but to know that the fact that they're actually 
trying to rush the fact that they have uh, to get a vaccine just to help many people is actually a good thing in my opinion because I don't want to see too many people suffer for from this virus at all. I'm glad to see that they're trying to do as much as they can, as fast as they can, just to look for something to help everyone. I mean, to me, yeah, I'm hoping for something to somehow end this pandemic. I do want to go back to normal life. It's been very frustrating not having a normal life. But the way this looks, it's a little bit suspicious because Putin made the announcement and they hadn't even completed clinical trials yet. So it's a very weird kind of factor there that he's making the announcement. I think this is kind of like a first that he's trying to do, not realizing that he's just rushing it. I mean, I again, I hope they do stumble upon a cure, but it doesn't look promising to me. I mean, we saw it a few months ago that, we were trying to find a cure here, and it didn't work out so well. It was harming people more than it was helping them. So you don't want something like that to happen again. You want success. You want something that's going to cure this virus, not make it worse. And I feel like because of the way it's been rushed, maybe this is going to harm some people more than it helps. Yeah, it could very much be the case because, like like you said, if it is rushed, can harm some people. People can have some allergies to it. Some people could have a negative reaction that they could have fixed with further testing. But it all depends when they get this out, how they get this out, if they did the correct and proper testing. I mean, and even if if this is a not a good vaccine, this is still progress because pe- the medical community could still work on the vaccine and tweak you know the vaccine since russia already came out with one so i i still see this as a positive even though it can come with many 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 more negatives if this is very botched but still i see this as kind of a positive if they do release this vaccine because it could still be tweaked and tinkered upon even if it's wrong yeah i agree i mean they they need to make sure they get this right. I understand that there's a race to be first here, and I understand that they cannot screw up. So it's a little bit of both. They need to have a good vaccine. They can't have a harmful vaccine. But they also want to be the first to the vaccine. So it's conflicting there. I would much rather get the more efficient vaccine than get the vaccine out quicker, and I think that's not think that's what russia isn't realizing i feel like they're trying to rush this trying to get first and we've seen this before like with the space race and you know they, the soviet union they tried to rush and get first to the moon didn't necessarily work out for them but at the end of the day it's not who's first it's, it's who gets it better it's not that's not how it works and they're just they're missing out on it i feel like they need to do more testing like need to desperately need to do more testing it's a huge factor that they need to get this right they cannot mess this up again because then that's another vaccine that has been screwed up so they need to get this right and who knows maybe they screw up the first time maybe they screw up the second time but they need to get a vaccine out 
not fast, but they just need to get a vaccine out that's going to work and that's going to help people. Honestly, it's not a yeah, one hundred percent. It's not a competition to like see who gets the vaccine out fast. I should that shouldn't be the case because you're risking many people's lives if you do it like that. Honestly, the clinical the clinical trial is something to be not taken lightly because you're trying to figure out how is this going to help the people, not how fast can we get this uh, vaccine out. You're I just hope that they pay attention to the fact that it's not about risking people's lives and getting the vaccine out as quick as possible. It's about trying to save lives and do the proper proper research, proper everything so that this vaccine is going to help many people. This needs to help more people than it harms. It can't harm people again. Again, I'm going to go back to it. A few months ago, America tried to find a vaccine and it didn't work out for them. It ended up harming people. And we talked about it on the show and it wasn't a good backlash. It wasn't good. So Russia needs to get that mentality out of their head. It's not, it's a, it's a little bit of a petulant mentality. The race for first. It's not a race for first. It's, who does it better? Like Mario, I'm sure like if you're like in pre-K and you were doing an assignment, you you would want to be first always. Like I it's it's a petulant mentality. It's not at the end of the day, it's not getting first. It's whoever has the better vaccine. And for the use of the analogy, in school, it's not about who finishes the test first, it's about who gets the questions right. Definitely. Because Mario, you can finish a test in ten minutes, but I can finish in 50 minutes and get all of them right and you can get half of them right so at the end of the day russia needs to get that in their head and they need to get a strong virus to end this whole pandemic coming up in the next segment we're going to be talking about somebody's birthday big iconic person in our generation and maybe a question that bounces off of that you're listening to the youth here on slam radio series xm channel 145 A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. Here's that song again. Yay. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Yay. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that. I call him Tonga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tonga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tonga Vailoa. 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 Tonga
Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Slam Radio is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Yo, this is K9 and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145. And now we're back with the youth. On Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Back here on the Youth Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. In our last segment, we talked about the COVID-19 vaccination from Russia and how that could be a good thing, but at the same time, a bad thing. This segment, we're going to talk about a very special person's birthday, at least to our generation. Today's Chris Hemsworth's birthday. He's starred in a bunch of iconic movies from our childhood or our teenage years, if you're a little bit older. But he's most known for playing his role in Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But that leads to the question. Do you guys like the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I've seen some people who don't, which surprises me a little bit, sets me back a little bit. But do you guys like the MCU? Well, who doesn't? I mean, exactly. like, have you watched? If you don't like the MCU, like, have you watched the movies? Come on. Like, get on with it. But as for my favorite movies, well, two of my favorite Marvel movies aren't even in the MCU, apparently. So, and those were Deadpool and the Spider Man, well, what's it called? I get the Spider-Man movies confused. It was the Spider-Man Spider-Verse. The Spider-Verse, yeah, the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they have some similar names, in my opinion. That's a great movie. I love that movie too. That unfortunately, that's not a part of the MCU, but that great movie. I mean, even though it was animated, the voice acting was perfect. You know, the storyline behind it was also perfect. Just a lot of great you know, factors into that movie. Deadpool, I've only seen the last five minutes of it, believe it or not. That was pretty funny, but I can't really judge a movie that I've only seen the 
last five minutes on. Brie, what are your favorite movies in the MCU? You know that's very hard, right? Like, I'm an Avengers fan all the way. Like, I cannot choose between them. Because, honestly, like, the way they unite together in the Avengers, like, that's, like, my favorite thing about it. But I cannot choose just one movie. Come on. Like, it's very hard. Like, I love all the movies equally. It's difficult. Yep. It's really difficult. There's a bunch of movies in the MCU. It's about, like, 30, I think. There's a bunch of movies to choose from. And a lot of them are fan favorites. Exactly. Like, come on, like. You, in the Avengers, you have, like, a variety of people you could choose as your favorite character, but, like, it's hard to, like, you can't just choose one. Like, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I laugh every single time I watch the movies. Thor's funny in his own way with his dorky self. But then you got, like, Captain America. Like, he's, like, a hero. Like, you, like he's an icon. Like, it's hard to make a decision. Like, can you really say, oh, this is my favorite, like, character? In Avengers, when they're all equally as great? They all play great roles. The acting is almost spot on for every single one of them. They all are iconic in pop culture. I mean, it's just, it's a great series. The MCU is awesome, and it's it's been something for kids to look up to for years. Definitely, but I just Googled what movies were in the MCU, and I gotta say, Disney, simplify your movies. Like, you have four different cinematic universes just for a bunch of movies because Fox and Sony own stuff. Like, come on, get that sorted out. And I Googled which ones were in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, apparently, and I narrowed it down to two movies, and that's the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. That was a really good movie, even though it kind of messed some things up that I liked from the Raimi universe. But hey, I still thought it was a pretty good movie. And the second one is Thor Ragnarok, which I thought was a really, you know, funny. It was so well-written. It was just an overall fun movie that I just enjoyed. And it it just really, it really capitalizes what Marvel is. It's just fun, good action. I mean, there's pretty much nothing wrong with it. I found no bad parts in that movie. Yeah, I like how Thor's role kind of changes from, like, the demigod and the serious guy to the jokester throughout, you know, the series of movies. I really like that development. And Thor Ragnarok, that's a great movie. It's pretty short for being a Marvel movie, but still a great movie nonetheless. One of my favorite ones, believe it or not, is one of the drier movies in the MCU, and that's... Captain America Winter Soldier. I've always been a fan of Captain America. The acting in Winter Soldier is incredible. The storyline is incredible. That's one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. I mean, that that movie, the whole connection with Bucky Barnes and Captain America is great. And it's a great movie. It's just hands down, it's a great movie. Their friendship is awesome. I love that. That's a good movie. That's why it's so difficult because you guys have, like, amazing choices. And I'm, like, I'm here just, like, oh, I can't choose because they're such good movies. Like, you get, like, a lesson. I, I In my opinion, you get, like, a lesson or something new in in the movies. But, like, friendship and a bo- or a bond with the main characters in each one of the movies is, like, incredible. And Avengers, like, I think my favorite. I'm just going to say my favorite is just going to be Avengers. 
I can't say Endgame is my favorite because I, I know, like that hurt my feelings. Endgame, yeah, Endgame, Endgame hurt, hurt. My feelings. It, it did, did, but I don't know. Endgame was okay. I felt like it was a little too predictable because of the spo- spoilers. I should I give spoilers? I mean, it's been. I mean, the movie's been out yeah, for two years. No, exactly. The movie's been out for two years. Don't care. <laughs> the people who die in Infinity War, they end up coming back in Endgame. Like, it, it, it was a little bit predictable. Like, Spider-Man, when he dies in Infinity War or he gets snapped away, whatever you want to call it, he wasn't just going to die forever because at the end of the day, that was Disney's new pawn. The same with um, with Black Panther. And it would have been a really bold move to lose out on your two big stars for the next, you know, the next era of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, when you move on from the Avengers, it would have been really interesting for them to lose their two biggest pawns. Uh, not pawns, like their two biggest, their stars, their, the cream, cream of the crop. Like, it would have been a weird thing, but I felt like that was way too predictable. It was just, going into Endgame, I had a feeling that everybody was going to come back. It was just more so, okay, how are they going to come back? It's okay. You knew Black Panther was going to come back. You knew Spider-Man was going to come back. The main question is, what are they going to do and how do they come back? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Jinx, Mario. Jesus. Yeah, knock on wood hey. there. Yeah, wait. You owe me a soda, Mario. That's okay. Once, okay. Once, like, quarantine is over, you, oh, you, I, I want a Coca-Cola. <laughs> All right, I got you. But no, yeah, uh, Endgame honestly like hurt my feelings deeply, especially with Iron Man and his daughter. That bond, like a father and daughter, hurt me. But with the the fact that you said about the pawns or like their stars, like there's still more movies to come for them. As Black Widow's death hurt me a lot. Because so dirty. They did her so dirty, man. Like, come she on. never she never got the appreciation she deserved in the first place. And then that's the ending they give her. People criticized that- her because she was human. But can a human that was trained to be an assassin fight back aliens? Are you serious? I was they can't so appreciate mad. Her? I was so mad. And it's not like she was one of my favorite characters either. She was just kind of there for me. But they did her so dirty, man. Like, again, sorry for the spoilers, but she ends up when, you know, the whole sacrifice for the stone, it's a soul for her soul, and she ends up giving her soul for the soul stone. They, they just did her dirty, man. Like, ah, uh, it, it frustrates me because, again, she never got the, the attention she deserved. She was always a set, an afterthought, a, set, a second thought to most fans. And then that happens to her. Like, it was just... She like, practically what are you gonna died do, the man? way like, Gamora died. I'm sorry, but, like, I would have preferred Gamora to be dead than Black Widow. Oh, that, that fact... 100%. Is weird, that fact is weird, though, in the movie where it's, like, the new Gamora instead of, like, the old one. Yeah, but like, now the they have guy. to continue, like, that with the next Guardian of the Galaxy. But, like... That's probably going to be, like, the big storyline, yeah. Because, like, she was in love with this dude, with Star-Lord. Like, I get it, and, but... You're gonna kill off Black Widow. And that was that was the big thing, you know. That's the big thing with the MCU, the whole connection and the storylines. I don't know how they do it. They've been at this for what? It's been 
12 years now. They've been at this for a while because I yeah. came out in like 2008. So they've been at this for a long time. The fact that they can connect all the storylines and they can make storylines from 2010 and connect them to 2018. And then when you watch the movie from 2018, it connects and you're like, oh, that makes it. It's a very interesting thing that they do. And they never fail to do it. So the way they set up storylines, usually Disney, when they make stuff, it's it's not that good. But with Marvel, it's been the huge exception because they've connected storylines and it's just been it's been a great thing. The MCU has affected people all around the world. People love the MCU. People love Stan Lee because he's the guy who created the characters. And let's not let's not forget where they come from. This isn't just a movie thing. They come from comics that Stan Lee created in the 60s and their characters developed throughout the years and then it developed into this. So this has been going on for years. This isn't just the MCU. This is just Marvel as a whole. And the reach of superheroes and Marvel has been immense to all kids and you know, Halloween costumes, some kid wants to dress up as Iron Man. You know, it's just, it's a really cool thing to see how Marvel, not only the MCU, but Marvel connects people around the world. And I really want to say they have done a great job in connecting everything with one glaring exception, Captain Marvel. That movie was, that character was just utter trash. I hated her so much. And it's not... Her movies were, like, okay. It's She was so bad. Like, I hated her. I feel like for, for Captain Marvel, like, they didn't really, like, tell her story properly. No, they just made her out to be a total, like, douche, in my opinion. They, they, yeah, they just threw her out into the middle. They were like, hmm. Here, but fend for yourself. Okay. Basically. We, we we need a new hero. I got it. Captain Marvel. Boom. Let's get working on the movie. Now, that was, yes, that was the one exception. They kind of just threw that one into the ring a little bit. It was a weird dynamic with her in Endgame. She was a bit of a douche, to not say any other words. But, yes. yeah, she was a bit of a douche in that movie. Um, I did not like that dynamic at all. She was, she had the holier-than-thou mentality. And I hate it when characters have that, you know, oh, oh, oh I'm better than you because yeah. I'm more powerful. That's Definitely. kind of the mentality she had. And I was like, eh. it made her a little bit unlikable. And then with her, what she does in Endgame, she's like, oh, well, last time you didn't have me. So that's why we lost. And then all she does in that Endgame is pose and then like crash into a ship. That's all she does. It's she arrogant. does literally it's nothing really, else. She was really arrogant in that movie. Yes. That's a great point. That was the one exception of the storyline. The connection of the storyline. When we come back, we'll be reaching our final segment. It's it's gone by pretty quick for this little skeleton crew here. But in our last segment, we're going to be talking about the anniversary of a huge opening in America and whether or not you like this opening and what has to do with the opening. You listen to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. 
There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last up. one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. Because I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He platanos. on us. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. This is TJ Holmes with Good Morning America, and you are listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Oh, yeah. 
here on the Youth Slam Radio Series XM Channel 145. And in our last segment, we talked something about a little bit of Avengers and the MCU, how Marvel has connected not only kids, but just people around the world. In our final segment here, we're going to be talking about the anniversary of the building of the largest mall in America. So on this day in 1992, the Mall of America opened in Minnesota. We all know that Miami, or at least down south, has a lot of malls. I mean, a lot of malls. No. They got Dolphin. They got Westland. There's a bunch of malls around Miami. But they got International, so that's another one. But this leads to the question, do you guys like shopping at malls? Like, it's a, it's a weird dynamic. I, there's no people that are in the middle of it. You either love it or you hate it. Me as a girl, everybody expects me as a girl to like, oh, I like shopping. No. <laughs> Honestly, shopping is, at, especially at a mall, it gets hectic because, especially around like prom season or winter season. It depends on the time and the season because people get hectic on trying to find this or that. And trying to buy it all at once. And people go at the same time. Especially during the weekends. Like, sometimes a, a mall is, like, great to, like, hang out with your friends. But when it comes to shopping, it's just a hassle. It really is. I mean, I don't like shopping at malls at all. You can ask my mom. I mean, I'll call her in here right now for you. I hate shopping at malls. I hate it. Anytime she says, come on, we're going to a mall again. And she loves shopping at malls. So, it's it's a conflict. You can even ask my dad. We neither of us like going to shop at malls. It's it's hectic. There's a lot of people, and then my mom turns it into you know an extravaganza and all that stuff. Mario, do you like shopping at malls? Honestly, I don't think I could find one guy who enjoys shopping at malls. Shopping at malls is so pointless and unnecessary now, especially with Amazon that you're kind of just going for the experience of shopping at a mall, which not many people go to now, but like it's just shopping at a mall. You're it's just a worse way of going to a regular store. It's just a bunch of stores compacted together. And then like you go, first of all, if you're a guy, there's really not much to do except I don't know. You go to the Lego store and then you go to the Microsoft store. They have like, I don't know, a demo booth where you could play like five minutes of an Xbox game. And then that's it. In like, short, listen, in short, malls suck. Look, mom, do I like malls? No. You heard it from her. The girls. Not yeah. anymore, Frank. The guys that Not go anymore. to the malls are because they like the girls. And Zula Milian makes her appearance on Slam Radio there. Finally talking about malls, you know. Who would have guessed? But you heard it from the queen of malls here. I don't like going to malls. I don't. I mean, the only thing I get out of malls is, like, my mom buying me some pretzels. That's that's pretty much the only thing. Oh, yeah, mall food. Definitely. 100%. Pretzels. Mall food is elite. Mall food is elite. Or Starbucks or haagen I'm not a haagen guy, but still. Again, yeah, me neither. Brianna, you haven't learned that I don't like any food? No, I know. If it's not chicken, chicken nuggets, nuggets or chicken nuggets, french fries, it's I not know. it. I am the chicken nugget boy, even though I'm scared of chicken little. That's, that's, <laughs> just, that's just disappointing, Very sad. Anthony. 
Yes. That's just very disappointing. You gotta like go out there, eat different foods. Like stop being so picky. I know. I have to stop being so picky. Like, no. When it comes to the malls, like you guys say, is there's nothing to do? Yeah, I know. I agree. I argue and I complain when it comes to malls. I go with my mom because, like, why not? Because maybe I get, like, some BTS stuff out of it or, like, a anime shirt out of it. But besides that... Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you can get something out of it, but it's a risk. It's high risk, high reward. Exactly. Yeah. Because sometimes you could run into a new store. Oh, let's check this out. And uh, you see a shirt you like. and Oh, let's get this shirt. And so sometimes it's really high risk, high reward. But... Most of the time, I don't like going shopping because my mom will turn it into a six-hour extravaganza. And it'll be, oh, Anthony, try on this. Try on this. Oh, but Anthony, yeah. try on this. Anthony, oh, try I on feel this. you. Anthony, here, try on this. Anthony, look, try on this. Like, it's it's everything. You got to try on everything. And hold on. Do you hear that? Mario, do you hear? I can't. I'm hearing, um, like, a ringing in my ear. Uh, maybe, maybe. I think... I, I don't know. I think that means we've come to the end of our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Brianna and Mario, for joining the show. Great show today with you guys. Really appreciate you guys joining. You guys are listening to the Youth Slime Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Catch you tomorrow. and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of The views and opinions expressed on the youth are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.